Welcome, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. This is Brother Jimmy Fortunato, and you're listening to a sermon from the Pilgrim Baptist Church in Tennessee. For more information about our church, please visit us on the web at pilgrimbaptist.church. 2 Timothy chapter number 3. Verse number 14, we're going to read to the end of the chapter. We're going to finish up chapter number 3 this morning. But continue, thou... In these things which thou hast learned and been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished, unto all good works. All right, let's bow our heads and go to the Lord in prayer before we get diving into the text. Heavenly Father, we're, we're humbled that we could just come before You. We want to we honor You, Lord. We want to worship You, Lord. We want to give You the praise, Lord. We want You to be glorified, Lord. Help me to do that, please. Dealing with Your Word. Help me to be careful. Help me to be correct. Help me to say things the right way with the right attitude. Lord, we thank You for Your saints that have come here preaching from Your Word. I pray that they would be edified. I pray we all have a sweet time of good fellowship around Your Word, fellowship amongst ourselves afterwards. In the name of Jesus Christ we do pray. Amen. Verse number 14, But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of. Now you got to... Th- Look, look at the context of this, because in the midst of all the deceivers, in the midst of all the error, in the midst of all the evil men, in the midst of all the seducers, continue down the things which thou hast learned. For you and I, it shouldn't matter what the opposition is. We've won the victory. It shouldn't matter even the consequence. Continue thou in the things that thou hast learned. Boys, you, you ever get into... Some rough play or some competitive play or you want to win. You got that desire to win. And it it don't matter what who the opposition is. Team A plays team B. What does the coach tell them? Don't worry about the opposition. You go out there and you just continue on all the stuff you've been trained to do. And well, you know what? In the spiritual realm, there ain't much difference. Continue thou in the things which thou hast learned. Continue knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Now, who's writing this? The Holy Spirit. Paul, speaking to Timothy through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, where did Timothy learn the Scriptures? Well, go back to verse number, uh, chapter 1. 2 Timothy 1. Hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. So Timothy, he learned the Scriptures from Paul. Right? Paul's writing to Timothy under Spirit-filled inspiration. And then go to verse number... Go back to verse number 5. When I called to remembrance the unfaith faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice. And I am persuaded that in thee also. 
He learned the scriptures from his mother. Growing up, Timothy listened to his mother teach him the scriptures. Moms, teach your sons and daughters the scriptures. Grandmoms, grandpas, teach your your grandchildren the scriptures. You know what he did? He listened. He learned. He obeyed. And he got some life lessons from it. Now let's trans let, let's make a little contrast here. Just because your mom or your dad taught you something as a child, that doesn't mean as an adult, if it's an error, you continue to go in it if it doesn't line up with God's Word. So our highest motivator as an adult shouldn't be what we've learned as a child, even though it's hard to get away from what we learned as a child, right? Something gets ingrained in you. If the doctrine isn't correct, then you and I as grown adults, we have to go with what is correct. It makes sense? Hard to do sometimes. But now let's look at it from another angle because good parents, they don't have a motive for deceiving their children. Even if what they're teaching them is wrong. Maybe they're just deceived. They're not necessarily acting deliberately as a deceiver. You me, all adults, we've grown up, we've had different life experiences that has caused us to form opinions based on what we think is truth. I had good parents. No motivation on my parents at all to want to try to deceive me. None. We grew up in a religion that taught You needed to pray to Mary as the mediator. You needed to do these good works in order to get to heaven. And if you did bad works, you would now make it right by doing penance. Saying so many prayers, doing so many good works on all of this stuff. Good parents that were doing what they thought was best for their children based on their upbringing, their life experience, their view of what truth is, but no ill will, no no deception in their heart to try to trick their children. It's that type of love that a mom or a dad has for their children. They don't have a motivator to deceive their kids. Maybe that's getting harder to say now with all this vile, it was just vile, I don't even want to call them ladies. They're just vile, vile, God-hating females that want to murder the unborn. They should be tried as murderers and they should be put to death themselves. Is what I think. I don't know how you can do that. But it but used to be all moms that had no motivation at all. Verse number 15. Let's see what it says. Verse number 15. The Bible says, And that from a child thou hast known 
the Holy Scriptures from a child. You have people, they know all of the famous people on the sports team. No matter if it's football, baseball, they know. They know from a child. From a child, they grow up. They know all the TV shows. They know all the Hollywood actors. They know all the actresses. They do. From a child, hath they known the Holy Scriptures. I know some kids that do. Adam going through all that. Wow. Impressive. Now, every September... This comes up because it's a very heart-wrenching thing that happened in America. September 11th. I, I had a personal friend, a student that died in those attacks. And I watched Jesse Ventura every year and he raises the questions. The government was in it and, and, and all of this. And did you see what happened when George Bush was reading to the kids and and then, the, and I say, you know what? I don't know. Maybe it's right. Maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's some facts. Maybe it isn't some facts. I, as a preacher, can spend my life reading books about the government's plot to conspire against good Americans from a child. And all I'll do is be on the internet researching all this stuff. I don't know. When I look at it, and he brings up some good points. How does a plane hit a building and it goes down so fast from the bottom up? It's an inside job. It imploded. I don't have an answer for it. Maybe he's right. I don't know. But do you want me as a preacher or do you want me as a child to be raised? All I'm going to do is study and search the internet on all this stuff that George W. Bush is conspiring. You know what I know at the end of the day? Wicked people with wicked hearts will do wicked things. You know at the end of the day? My trust is not in government. It never has been and it never will be. Guess where your trust shouldn't be in? Government. From a child, Holy Scriptures. As an adult, I want to know the Holy Scriptures. And you know what happens from a child when I know the Holy Scriptures? You know what happens as an adult when I know the Holy Scriptures? Every time one of these little outfits tries to rise up and do something dumb, or it's not going to fool me. Because my trust isn't in them. Well, what if he did it? I'm, I don't know. Do you know this sports player? He did all of these things and now he wants to... He's not really a Christian because he... We can spend our lives studying all of these athletes and knowing all of these facts about these athletes. And all this stuff about Tim Tebow and whether he's really a Christian or really, really isn't a Christian. But what's more important? Knowing the Holy Scriptures or knowing what everybody else is or isn't doing that really ultimately we're never really going to know. I'd love to. But where should our focus be? Where do you want my focus to be? Where do I want your focus to be? Verse 15. 
from a child, thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. An hour with my head buried in the Bible or an hour on Jesse Ventura's website trying to figure out all of these things that we need to be afraid of. We got to figure it out. We got to figure it out. Here's the question I want to ask you. I want to ask myself. When we study, when we learn things as a child, when we know things, will it make us wise unto salvation? That's the most important question. I can make some very, very strong arguments. I mean, personally, I can. That I think every child should learn self-defense. And I can give you all of these stats, and I can give you all of these facts, and I can give you all of these assaults, and I can give you all of these things. And in my mind, I think it's a compelling argument of facts that I'm right. But what is more important Will any of that make any child wise unto salvation? The answer is no. So whether it's sports, whether it's martial arts, whether it's a corrupt government, whether it's corrupt education. Anybody here homeschool? Okay, look, I've got all the arguments on why I think that's the best way. I can spend my life arguing that or I can spend my life studying the Holy Scriptures and say, you know what? What is going to make us wise unto salvation? You have opinions, I have opinions. You have strong convictions, I have strong convictions. We all do. But let's draw back the lens for a little bit and say, you know what? The bigger wisdom comes from what? Salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Which what I'm asking us all to consider this morning. And that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. No stuff. I want to know the facts. But if these facts get me so off track that I don't become wise unto salvation, who really won? What's the real deception? We can't get off track. We have to know things. We have to know facts. I want to know what's going on in the food industry. I want to go. I want to know what's going on in the medical industry before they stick the needle in me. I do. But not at the expense of not making known the Holy Scriptures and not, what? Making you wise into salvation through faith, which is in Jesus Christ. Is your faith in Trump? Mine's not. Is your faith in tech to win this year? Mine's not. Is your faith in the latest movie that came out in the Hollywood screen? Mine's not. Where's your faith? I'm saying your faith should be in the finished work of Jesus Christ. That's what's going to make me wise. That's going to make you wise if you're saved and trusted Christ. I said all that to say, now let's do this. Let's go spread that wisdom around. Christ died for our sins. Let's spread that around.
Verse number 16. What do we see? Look at verse 15. We see what? Holy Scriptures. Verse number 16. We see all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. The Bible says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. What are we compelled over and over and over and over to do? Study the scriptures. Know the Holy Scriptures. Make known the Holy Scriptures. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. So I don't want you to misunderstand. I have hobbies and interests just like you do. It's just I know that there's a limit of the wisdom that it's going to give me. I want to have spiritual wisdom. I do. I know a lot of stuff, believe it or not. My wife might not agree with that, but I do. I know some things. And I have very strong convictions about them. But it isn't the most important thing. Unless you're in a fight with your spouse and then you're going to... We all get to those points at times in our life and we have to sit back and say, you know what? I'm not going to fight over that because this is getting me away from wisdom. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for proof, for correction, for instruction and in righteousness. Let's get Job 32. Keep your finger in 2 Timothy. I can tell you that, and I think about this every September, because I lost a good friend. And you know what haunts me the most? And I put some of this in song, but what haunts me the most is that I didn't talk about the Lord and salvation more often. And I've lost some people in my life, I'm sure you have too. And one of the regrets that I've had was, I wish I would have told them about what Jesus did for me. I don't want to argue with Jesse Ventura about whether or not the government conspiracized and blew up the Trade Center and they knew exactly what was going to happen. Maybe they did. I don't know. But here's what I know. Mr. Ventura... Maybe you're right, and all those facts and evidence that you've gathered is right. But if you are, and you die in your sins, do you know where you're going to spend eternity? Can you give me five minutes to tell you what Jesus Christ did for you? That's what I'm talking about. Making someone wise unto salvation. Not living under a rock, but wise unto salvation. And look at Job 32, verse number 8. But there is a spirit in man. And the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. How do you understand doctrine? Well, what is doctrine? That's the truths of the gospel, right? It's the teaching, the learning, the knowledge of Bible truth. How do you understand it? Through the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. How do you understand reproof? What is reproof? It's when you cast blame for a fault 
or a wrongdoing. If you're a parent or a teacher, you know what it means to reproof. You're going to cast blame, wrongdoing. How do you understand when to reprove? Through the inspiration of the Almighty that giveth understanding. Salvation makes you wise, right? Put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Now all of this scripture, look at this. Correction, what's that? The act of bringing back from error. You just reproved your child. Blame's on you. Now what are you going to do? Correct that child. Bring them back from the error that they were in. And then get them to a just standard. That's the idea in correction and parenting, right? How do we do that? Inspiration of the Almighty giveth the understanding. You and I can never parent correctly, spiritually, biblically, without the inspiration of the Almighty. That's where our wisdom comes from. That's how we are wise. Salvation. Instruction and righteousness. Instruction is the teaching. It's the forming of ideas, the giving of the understanding, the conveying of knowledge. How? Through the inspiration of the Almighty. Job 32, 8. Let's get Proverbs 8. All right. Boys and girls, how many of you would like to have a bucket of silver? All right. Hands go up. How many of you would like to have a bucket of gold? Great. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm with you, sister. <laughs> how many of you would like to have, boys and girls, a bucket of instruction? <laughs> you put your hand up because you knew you had to and you did because you... Right? And then Beretta, right, or Joseph, you don't really want a bucket of instruction, do you, kids? You'd rather have the silver and gold. Well, guess what adults would rather have? I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> but it's hard because I can spend my life now, hear me out on this. I can spend my life researching on the internet all of these ways to be able to make all of this money so that I'm financially free, whatever that means. <laughs> and I can spend all of my weekends going to these financial seminars on how to be independently wealthy Eight hours every Friday and Saturday for three months. Four hours every day on the internet researching it. And I come out and you know what I have? At the end of five years, buckets of gold and buckets of silver. I'm not saying I'm against that. If you want to learn how to make more money, do it. But now let's read Proverbs 8 and let's get the principle and see what's more important. Proverbs 8.10, here's what it says. Boys and girls especially, listen to this. Because the world's going to pull you in the direction of silver and gold. Proverbs 8.10. Receive my instruction and not silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. Here's what it means, sir. You want silver, I want silver. 
You want gold. I want gold. You should grow up and be a hard worker and earn silver and gold. Of course, it'll be in Federal Reserve notes, but we don't, we don't deal in gold anymore. And you know what I should do? I should work and be able to provide silver and gold to buy stuff for my family. So it's not right now. If, if you grow up and you learn how to make more silver and gold than I do, I want to learn from you. I'll take the seminar and I'll go to your website on the internet and I'll look it up what, you, what Luke wrote. And I'll get all the information. And that's great. How many of you do that? Because I do that. I want to know. If you're in business, you're going to want to know those things. But what's more important? Being wise unto salvation or having a bucket of silver and a bucket of gold. Unless you're going to go do a plumbing job and not get paid. And you're going to stamp concrete and not get paid. And you're going to drive a truck and not get paid. And I'm going to do my job and not get paid. Do we all want silver and gold? Do we all want money? We do. What is more important? Jesus. Amen. Knowledge and instruction in God's Word. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. Receive my instruction. Never, ever refuse God's instruction. You can make a million dollars or you can receive God's instruction. Guess where I'm going to? Where I can receive God's instruction. The other stuff can go jump in a lake. Silver or instruction in God's Word? Guess what I'm choosing? Instruction in God's Word because it's more valuable. It's more valuable. Why? Why is it more valuable? Because it can do for you and it can do for me what money, silver, and gold can never ever, ever do. Which is make you wise unto salvation. That's the instruction. That's the knowledge. So much more. It's the inspiration of the Almighty. The, uh, the scriptures that we have in our hand are inspired by who? God. My faith isn't in silver. My faith isn't in gold. My faith isn't in any worldly possession. My faith is in Jesus Christ. These scriptures, my faith isn't in Paul that he wrote them down right. In Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Moses. They're not in any of those men. Our faith is that God inspired those men boys and girls, to what? Give us a book that we can hold in our hand and believe it. Inspired by God. Alright, last verse. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 17. That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works, who wants to be a man of God or a woman of God? Here's how we're going to start. Here's what we can all do to start. 
be a man or a woman of God. Continue down the things we've learned. Can we do that? Know the Holy Scriptures. I didn't say don't know other things. Know that stuff, but make sure it's not at the expense of not knowing the Scriptures. Know what? True wisdom comes from where? Christ Jesus. Make sure you know that the Scripture is God-inspired, not man-centered or man-inspired. Continue to profit. What does it say in, 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 in 2 Timothy 3? By what? Studying doctrine. Continue to profit by what? Being able to receive reproof. Being able to receive correction. Being able to receive instruction of righteousness. And then we can all be on the way to perfection. All these young girls, they want to have the perfect look. The perfect body, the perfect this, the perfect that. All the boys, they want to have the perfect muscles. And they're going to spend all this money on this protein that's just protein isolate and not concentrate. And they're going to go to the gym and work out. Everybody's looking for perfection in their physical body. And God says, how about not? Spiritual. All these things will get us on the road to perfection. And the scriptures did what? Paved the way for us. All right, last thought. You ready for it? Titus. Uh, Titus 2. The end of 2 Timothy 3.17 says, the man of God may be perfect. Now here's the last thought that, that, they, they, that God gives us in the, at the end of this chapter. Thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Thoroughly means completely, fully, wholly. Furnished means supplied. You're fitted with all your necessities. You're thoroughly furnished. Good works, Titus 2. Look at this. Verse number 7. Verse number four, we see, you know, teaching aged women, teach younger women. Verse four, discreet, chaste home. Verse number six, young men, exhort sober-minded. Look at this, verse number seven. In all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works. You want to be made perfect like Christ Jesus? You want to have some spiritual gumption to you? What is the pattern of your life? What is the pattern of my life? Good works. We as born again Bible believing Christians, we get so focused on we are not saved by works, and we're not. We're saved by God's grace, right? But after we get saved, we have to concentrate on Titus 2, a pattern of good works. Why? Because we're so appreciative of what God did for us that we just want to do what He asked us to do. Verse 14, last verse. Who gave Himself for us that He might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto Himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. 
We can't forget as Christians to have a pattern of good works, to be zealous for good works, and we can be made thoroughly furnished unto all good works if we put what's important, if we put what is most important on top shelf. There's no deficiency in the Holy Scriptures. We can trust the instructions found in this book and it will be 100% totally sufficient for us. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Study other things to be best on your job. Study other things to be understanding what's going on in economics or politics or social issues or don't not do that. I don't want you to misunderstand my argument, but what I'm saying is the most important thing is study the Holy Scriptures. It will make you wise unto salvation, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. It's the best guide. It's the safest guide. And it is the right guide. Would you bow with me, please? Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Help us to study your word more. Help us, help us to read your word more. Lord, help us to know things I mean, we can't know anything without you anyway, Lord. But as we do, help us to not get derailed from the fact that your Holy Scriptures has given us everything we need for spiritual living. We ask your blessing over our church as we dismiss this week that you protect our church family, Lord, especially be with Sister Jenna. Be with her, her baby, her family, Lord. We do pray that it be a simple easy delivery. We pray your timing is always right. We ask that you just give us a special hand of safety over Sister Jen and her baby this week. We ask this name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Dismiss us. Help us to have some sweet fellowship. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Brother Nathan, come ahead. Turn number 630 for our last closing song. More about Jesus.
Thanks a bunch for listening. For more information about Pilgrim Baptist Church, be sure to visit us online at pilgrimbaptist.church, where you can also send me a personal message or learn more about joining us for a church service. And remember, Christ is all.